Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Greetings, one and all. Welcome to the show. It's your old pal, Wilson, back once again with another edition of Insane in the Membrane. Uh, thank you for continuing to, to continuing to listen to us and support us. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you've enjoyed any of this, uh, do tell your friends. Um, you know, word of mouth is the best kind of advertising. So do get out and do that. That would be great. Thank you so much. Thank you to our patrons for continuing to support us. We appreciate that as well. Um, and I hope you're all right. I hope you're doing well out there. It's, it's again, it's winter time, isn't it? We should be we should be hibernating really, but we're out. We have to go out and earn our, earn our living and uh, get our food because we don't live in the woods anymore. We have to go out and we, we have to get dressed. And we have to go out and we have to go and buy our shopping. And then we have to come back and put it in our cupboards. Whereas before, we could just go out into the woods and we could kill an animal or for, forage for some berries and then go back to our cave. I wonder what that would be like. Imagine that. Imagine going from a house and then you have to live in a cave. Imagine. We don't realise how lucky we are. I was in bed the other day and I was fucking freezing. Freezing. To the point, for the first time in my life, I was like, I might get myself some pyjamas. I'm not, I don't, I don't want that to happen. I normally wear shorts and, um, or, or just, or just the good suit that the good Lord gave me. Um, you don't need that image in your head. Um, but yeah, I actually thought about getting some pyjamas. Am I getting, and this how, is this how, is this what happens? Is it, you get to that point and you go, uh, it just happens. You don't even think about it. One day you're going to, you know, you go to bed, you've got your bits hanging out and the next minute, you're in pyjamas and you don't even know where it starts oh god it's slippers I have a problem with I can't stand slippers they look like they smell even when they're on the racks you know what I mean they look I don't I can't maybe I think they represent they what they represent as well I don't want to get too comfy because they just seem to me like you've just like oh I can't wait to go and put my slippers on oh god I don't want to be that person all right let's not be that let's not do <laughs> let's not do that we talked about that in the episode, actually. Not that necessarily thing. We talked about punk in the episode um, that's coming up now with the mighty Ben Mills. Ben Mills from Hellfire Creative. And for anyone who's a massive fan of the heavy metal band, uh, heavy metal children's band, Slay Dougie, listen to you want to listen to this episode because we've got an exclusive. 
We've got an exclusive on this episode. So, uh, yeah, so uh, you're going to want to listen to this. Little exclusive, little um, little, uh, little bit of a thing for you. Some information that you might be you might be uh, well chuffed about there. Fans of Slay Dougie. I hadn't, I, I, I'd, I knew of them and then I listened to them. Oh, I didn't realise. And I was listening to the song, I Am A Shape. I talk about that in, in the uh, episode. And I was like, this is for kids. <laughs> Excellent stuff. And they do, they, they're massive. Um, so, yeah, tune in for that. That's coming up in the episode. I won't give it away now. This is me chunting on. Uh, ben, I've known I've known him for a couple of years. He did my um, he did my uh, my headshots and stuff for my last Edelman show. Very talented man. Lovely dude. Um, we've got, like, mutual friends in common, things like that. And... Um, and I, I, I hadn't really spoken to him properly before, like, like in depth. Like we've had a pint and things like that. And Ben did my comedy course that I did a few years ago. And um, and yeah, a, a really, really lovely dude. And I wanted to get him on, have a chat. And we covered all manner of things. You know, we talked about the breakdown of friendships and and then trust and things like that. And it's a shame when you fall out with people. It's a shame because you want to, you know, you don't. No one wants to fall out of anybody, but. You know, we talk about that, and we talk about how you, you know, how, you get, how do you, how do you get things back on track after you've fallen out with loved ones and things like that. And um, yeah, we, we we covered loads of bases on this one. I really, it was a really enjoyable one. Um, and I felt at the end of it, I felt you'll you'll hear it on this. I felt like, oh yeah, I am going to do that. So I felt inspired. So cheers, Ben, uh, and hopefully you will as well. So coming up in a minute is Ben Mills. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
a podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Insane in the membrane. Look at you, you're very professional, it looks more professional than my side. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors, mate, it's just this bit. It's good though, this is the thing, because like, cause you're doing the same thing as producer Paul, so the setup's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Mate, there we are, I and mean, we just get on with it, we don't, there's no introduction in that. Good. Good. No ah. preamble. How you been, you alright? Yeah, not bad, not bad, I've got a bit of a cold. Yeah, same. I think, yeah, yeah. It's just, there's a lot of it about. Yeah, it's that time of year. <laughs> this is how it's going to be. It's just us to go. Oh yeah, I'm a bit aches oh. and pains and yeah, all sorts. I've uh, oh mate, I just had this thing because I'm a lot older than you. But I just went up the bank to go and pay in a check. One, how old what? am I? A fucking check. <laughs> <laughs> was it a big charity? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Forty-two pounds raised. <laughs> um, and I was all the ice and slow, and I actually thought, well, oh, better be careful. I don't want to yeah. fall over and break my hip. Well, you're at the age now where if a fall could be it. Done, mate. Done. That's it. Oh, I've had a fall. <laughs> just, health just goes yeah. deteriorates from there. That's, That's it. it. It starts with a broken knee, and then it ends just yeah. death. <laughs> That's it. Now, I was listening to. I didn't because you were talking about Slay Dougie before, and I hadn't listened to. It. I didn't listen. Did I knew. I didn't even know what it was because my. My kids are older. You got so. grown ups, mate. Yeah, mate. I mean, they're as tall as you lot. So no, they're probably bigger than me, aren't they? I don't, yeah, but they're both six two, six one. Oh six, yeah, well, I'm only six foot. Oh, are you? So yeah, everyone's taller than me, mate. So I just, I, I just think everyone's a tree. Just <laughs> get lost. But I was listening to Slay Dougie. I was, listening, I listened to um, I Am a Shape. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's the be- that's the best one that those dogs do. For really? Sure. Yeah, that's, uh, the, that's, that's the favourite one for me. Yeah, that yeah. That yeah. or round around the garden. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really because I knew I knew your because you've been in bands before, like heavy metal yeah. bands. I didn't know because I was listening. And I'm like, fuck, that's did it, and the kids dig it. Brutal, mate. Well, you know, uh, they. I, I guess it's stopped now, so I, I don't know whether to break don't the- give it away. I don't know because the 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 story is that the, I'm I am one of the handlers for the singer yeah in Slay Dougie. Oh, he's I a, see. Right, right. He's right, a yeah. six foot five bipedal canine. Yeah, who with the voice of an angel. <laughs> um, but I guess now it's over. I could probably admit that it was me, but I don't oh, know. We can edit this out. Don't worry. We can yeah. change this. Can... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Because it could always come back, couldn't it? But yeah. That, well, essentially, yeah. It was um, Slay Dougie was, came up. We were, if you, you don't, your kids would be way too old to even know what Hey Dougie was, right? I think, um, yeah. Uh, that rings well, a bell, though. Hey Dougie's like one of the biggest kids cartoons on CBBS. yeah uh, it's it's absolutely huge really it's it, and it's fantastic it's well written well animated and basically they're just brilliant and the, one of the episodes was uh about discos and they did this song called stick right which is just stick 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 sticky sticky <laughs> stick 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 and it's like a trance kind of thing and me and my friend Nick, who is a creative director at Gravity Road, so he's in charge. He does loads of stuff for Sainsbury's and Transformers and things like that. So he's like way up there. Yeah, he does. Right. Uh, he's a he's a drummer and uh, a little bit of a recording home bedroom recording artist. So we put together a heavy metal version of Stick, and within forty eight hours of us doing that and launching it, we made it in forty eight hours from yeah. like, idea to delivery. Then Steve Lamack played us on Six Music the next day. So no. 48 hours from 
saying we should do a heavy metal version of this to 48 hours later we were played on six music what the fuck it went we, i went viral <laughs> just when you going oh this would be good that'd be funny yeah, just chucked it out yeah and oh, then mate. from there it just went insane so we've done we got we went and did britain's got talent like they asked us to come do that and that was a disaster worst thing i've ever done oh really did france has got talent in lockdown <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, mate. all sorts of things yeah it's it was a really crazy kind of ride it's like i think five years we were doing it fucking hell sold out gigs across the uk yeah like mad because i remember talking to people and they were going there was like kids and grown-ups digging it and then sometimes yeah. they were grown-ups without kids just well that was always my joke it's like is anyone here on their own is anyone here on their own and an adult <laughs> get out <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it's but that's you've been in bands for years yeah oh yeah, yeah. i think 25 years i was since i was about well 15 so right 23 years yeah i was doing bands and i've done bands that got quite popular and i've done bands that no one gives a flying can i swear on can i yeah, swear cool, mate you can cut the place no out. one gives a flying fuck about yeah but slay dougie will always be the band the biggest band i was in even though really? it didn't tour the world or anything slay dougie sold more tickets than any band i've ever been in oh my god yeah it's that's insane. mad isn't it yeah but how did you get into it? Is it just because it's... Uh, needed started, to be loved, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's the same reason that I tried to do stand-up comedy, I guess. Like, just oh, yeah. It's some kind of validation, but like not a lot. Not a lot. Just, so, um, just some. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, it's, yeah, it started off with just like mates that we met down the skate park. They were going, we're going to do a band. I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, I can't play guitar or bass or drums, but... <laughs> I reckon I could be a front man and then it kind of went snowballed from there and then ended up like supporting Slipknot in Australia fucking hell <laughs> yeah. that's massive it, it's really big yeah it's insane but you've got that I've always been because people listen to that sort of music and they can't they go well it's just shouting you go no 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 it's not listen to you actually if you listen to it there's a you got I couldn't I couldn't sing like that no. it's, it's it's next level yeah you know? how did you find out you could do that because that's um, it just happened probably just doing yeah. it in my bedroom when yeah. I was a kid just like singing along I remember my dad was like really into Nirvana mm. and Marilyn Manson <laughs> like <laughs> which is you, to look at him you'd never think it but he was a he was a punk growing up so he kind of like his music taste kind of evolved and changed to and I guess Nirvana were the next thing after punk right that was any good yeah like can't really count Guns and Roses and that because they aren't very good. <laughs> uh, as much as I, I do enjoy listening to Guns N' Roses and Bon Jovi, actually, on they're it's not a, good, are they? <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit too glossy for yeah. me. That yeah. kind of it's like when when you listen to Nevermind the Bollocks now. Yeah, I'm a bit like oh, it sounds too produced. It's too yeah. To me, the remastered versions and stuff. You're yeah. like, what have they done? And then because I've got like my dad's CDs and records and stuff, and I've listened to the the original record but well I, I guess it would be the original it wouldn't have been or oh, second pressing and it's like this sounds fucking shit <laughs> like what is it it's like they've recorded it like they've just got like w when we used to um, write like demos for punk bands and stuff we'd put our like a dictaphone on the floor and put a jumper over it and that was our demo yeah 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 and the jumper would be like oh that's that'll do <laughs> but it sound, that's how it sounds like and then the remastered ones you're like you can hear how bad they are yeah like 
I mean, I think John Lydon's vocals are on that are amazing, but like, yeah, the, it just they're not great, are they? But when, yeah, it's like when you pa- listen, you listen to um, like when you listen to to bootlegs of punk bands from back then, <laughs> and they sound fucking terrible. <laughs> but I guess if you were there at the time, and be- bearing in mind up until that point it had been prog rock and yeah. and all that shit, that's you know, and everything's miserable and everything's shit, like a bit like it is yeah. now. Yeah. To have then this music that suddenly go, oh yeah, they're telling they're telling the establishment to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. I'll have a bit yeah, of that. I love that. Love yeah. that shit. I still love that. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I think, and that's the thing. I learned, I learned a few years ago. I was like, oh yeah, punk isn't just. It's not the music. It's not just a genre. It's actually a vibe. It's it's mm. it's how you approach stuff. You just have that punk kind of like punk is like fuck you. Yeah, fucking don't you fuck, you're pissing me off. You're you're taking the piss. Yeah, I've been trying. I, I was trying to work it out because obviously, like, I class myself as a punk, mm. but I do like the finer things as well. Like, yeah. you know, I like a nice whiskey. You know, yeah. I, I I like fast cars. Like, so, I, I, but I don't think punk is. Yeah, it's not spitting and it's not no. wearing clothes that are shit. It's it's kind of like not giving a fuck, but also giving a massive fuck about things that are important. Yeah, like, exactly. Know. Giving a fuck about the right stuff. Yeah, and not like giving a fuck about you know, how you look, how you dress, but giving a fuck, like, again, like, like today, like you said, like, the world's going to shit and it's down to people that are just lining their own pockets, yeah. you know, trying to get, just trying to make themselves even richer than they already are. Exactly. It's the opposite of that, I guess. It's the opposite of um, the Tories, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, anything that's opposite that is punk. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all around that, you know, that's when it all came out, isn't it, you know, I guess it was a, an opposition to how the world was then, and it it does feel like it is now. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think I, I wasn't think alive. It's, I was I was a bit too young for punk the first time. I do remember it, and I remember my mum and dad, my dad especially buying, uh, buying. And my dad got me into the Damned and people like that. So mm. I owe I my parents a massive debt. But yeah, I remember, I remember seeing punks. And then, like everything, it goes. You know, it always gets. It always gets commercialised, doesn't it? And it, yeah. it turns into fucking money boxes and yeah, you know, posters yeah. and all that shit. And then you got. Do you remember? Do you remember Matt Belgrano in the eighties? No, mate. I was <laughs> born in eighty five. <laughs> oh, were you? How old are yeah. you? I'm thirty seven. Oh, fuck yeah! I forget. I forget you. I'm lot a baby. Of, I forget you. Lot of fucking. Yeah, you're way younger than I. I forget. Yeah. Jesus Christ! It's because yeah. you've, you've achieved so much and you have an it's attitude. So much. Of... Just been around the block, mate. Yeah, that's what it is. You road <laughs> road hardened. I thought I, you know, I've still got my hair. I'm not gone grey. I thought I could get away with thirty seven. I got the other. I tell you what, I was really happy the other day. I was on a shoot uh, with loads of young people, and they were surprised when they found out I was thirty seven. They really? thought I was thirty one at most. Yeah, mate. There so you I was go. Like, yes. I said, like, I've got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what it is. You've just got a young vibe. I think that's it's like with what I do. When people find out I'm fifty, they go, "Mate, oh yeah." I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. I think because because of, of comedy, I just, it just keeps you yeah. keeps you young. But it what does keep you young. what I like though is that yeah, you've been you've been in heavy metal bands and you've the way you look. Is a, is, a, is some some people kind of they still assume certain things like oh you got tattoos you listen to that kind of music and you're this and you're you must be that kind of person, but having spoken to you, there is a sensitive side and it isn't that there's more to you you know, you do you do I you do know, care you do give a care. shit and care. you are a sensitive little soul and I like that and I just yeah. you know do you find that do you find it easy to talk about emotions yeah. and feelings and that I 
I find it easier to talk to my mates about it mm. and like you like people like you and Marcus yeah. and, and, and and people I meet I don't like talking to about my feelings to my, my wife no because I'm like well I don't really have I don't really get upset or anything so that's not really my feeling my feelings are normally like a bottling up rage of something random that happened to me in the day that's where I kind of find my emotions get quite yeah. worked up but I've I've found my I've centered myself if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Like the other day I was I was driving along and someone someone pulled out on me in the car, but I'd already come to a stop. I was going to let them go. Yeah. And because they didn't realize that I was going to let them go, they stopped and then they kicked off at me. What? Like proper screaming out the window calling me all the names of the sun. I was like, what has happened to that person's day? Oh yeah. As to cause Yeah, I'm very like I I, I do get angry, but I've tried reel myself in straight away now I think uh, there's, I can't be angry all the time and I was angry for 37 35 years I reckon I've been angry really? the last two years I've really tried to get rid of my anger yeah and it, and it's you know that's where I kind of like talking to people about things because I like to think if you talk if I talk about what makes me angry to someone hopefully they'll be able to give me a a different point of view on something so yeah. I can kind of learn like different ways of dealing with things like before I'd just kick off I'd just be screaming I'd just scream at someone get out of my car try and fight them try and smash the thing place up but yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. like it's like okay that person's having a t- shit day I'm not going to make it any worse for them I'm just going to like wave and say I'm sorry yeah you know, I, like just let me take the blame for that for a minute and that person can kind of feel like they've won move on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's ta- and it takes a while to get to that point because mm. I'm the same as you. The amount of times I've jumped out of the car and be shouting, hollering, and then and you go, you're not annoyed at that. It didn't. That doesn't matter. Yeah. You're just annoyed that earlier on something happened, yeah. and, that, and you've carried that with you all day. Yeah. And it just, I, I'm getting better at talking to people about stuff. I've, yeah. there's, there's, I think the last couple of years have been tricky, and I don't think we realise how tricky it's been. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think we're still. It's really affected us. What's happened? These, these lockdowns yeah. and stuff more than we than we than we realise. I definitely. I think a lot of people are trying to find answers, mm. um, uh, answers that kind of fit what they what they want to believe. And I think that's why, like this rise of conspiracy theory things. You know, I love a conspiracy theory. Yeah, same. It's. It, I love it. I love to think oh, that's really weird. That <laughs> how did that? I want. I want to believe it, but I also know that you know that it's probably not true, but maybe some elements of it are true but I think people are just trying to find truth that makes them feel better about life being shit yeah and if it's a conspiracy theory that the government's out there trying to poison us all so we're sterilised or whatever <laughs> like so we can't have babies you know or if it's uh, you know Elon Musk buying Twitter so he can delete pictures of himself that are uh, compromising you know if you got if it's something that makes you feel better then fair enough but until people can kind of What's the? I can't. I can't really think what it's where it is. It's like you can't, until you can find happiness inside. You're always going to project your misery, and you're always going to try and find an answer that fits your narrative. That's going to make you feel better about how yeah. shit things are. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. that's why conspiracy theories are. And I think since we were trapped inside for so long, we needed uh, people needed answers for why they were trapped inside. And they wanted they wanted to be more than just something shit's happening and we're just gonna have to deal with it. They wanted it to mean more than that. Yeah, you know, yeah. people, I, I think that's all it could be. And I think now, now we're allowed to be out in the world. People are scared to be out in the world. 
They want yeah. to be on their, in their bubble on social media. They want to be causing arguments. They want to be <laughs> fighting in comments because it's easier, right? Yeah, true. Absolutely. I. It's, yeah, it, it, yeah. Everyone's, the conspiracy theories really make me laugh that they're still happening even though these last couple of years have just shown you how inept our government <laughs> exactly oh and you're like what well, you think you think these governments these people were were that organized enough mm. to arrange to make to, yeah. so 9-11 was inside job that classic yeah. one yeah bush did 9-11 yeah 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 and you're like are you <laughs> fucking kidding look what happened when the when this virus happened <laughs> yeah, they completely like didn't handle it and anyway i i think i mean they couldn't even dis- they couldn't even cover up having a party no, exactly. <laughs> they couldn't even do that. So, like, yeah. how are they meant to be covering up anything else about it coming out? Like, they they they, they got found out when they brought all that shit PPE, and then they ditched it all out to their mates. And yeah. because, but luckily for them, they just have to say, yeah, no, it didn't. And then people forget about it because Meghan Markle's done a documentary, oh, so we can think about the stupid shit that they're actually doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's deflecting. I, I, I think. The the main problem is that we we we've all got this thing in our heads where we want to need to, that twenty four hour news cycle. We, we can fill it. We can fill that gap. We can move on from this shit that these horrible people in government are doing. Maybe they're not as conniving as we think, but they are getting away with literal murder. Yeah, literal murder. And and it's being disguised. And you know, I know yeah. we're getting into a conspiracy thing now, but 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 this is the thing. And then yeah. and then everyone, like Matt Hancock being on I'm a Celebrity. <sighs> And you're going, yeah, but you're going, yeah, the reason they put him on there is because you knew, they knew you're all going to lose your fucking shit and you're all going to yeah. be talking about the programme. Yeah. That's the only reason he's on there. And, you're going, and, and the fact that he's going, he, and you're going, what the fuck? This is fucked that you did that. I, I, I just w- w- want f- 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 forgiveness. <laughs> like, I was like, mate, do, what are you doing? Like, I, I'm surprised some, like he hasn't been assassinated. By yeah, some yeah. angry person that's gone like you killed my you my mum died on her own because of you, and then you go and flaunt it on TV. Yeah, but then there's other people because I don't watch. I'm a celebrity, no. but it's like you can see people are going starting to forgive him. Like, oh, mm. he didn't mean to do what he did. I know. <laughs> and you're like, what are you on about? What are you on about? What's amazing mm. is that that footage of him with his assistant in the in the office. <laughs> And everyone was going, oh, look, caught red-handed. He go, who put that camera there? <laughs> yeah. Why is that facing that? Do- What's all that about? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's when you get into like that. So they're all sneaky. Like, apparently that um, that footage from the um, uh, of them having the party on the patio is from Rishi Sunak's office. Right. Yeah, so apparently he released that. Oh, yeah. what a bunch of snakes. Yeah. And the, the, there was the... F- oh, this is, again, it's not conspiracy. This is just, like, just been fed things from people um the website that was like sunak for prime minister whatever the website was i don't know what it was was registered the day before that leaked that image leaked no. so he like it was all a plan man it's all a plan. and he still didn't win let's trust one <laughs> and you think they're big enough to organize <laughs> yeah let's trust was allowed to be prime minister <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go on. You carry all your yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, they're, they're so organised that they yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all, everything's an inside job. <laughs> Fucking hell! But yeah. I do. I love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. I love all it. That. Does help, man. Yeah, it, I think especially during that lockdown, like it helped to have these things to kind of think about and go, oh, that's quite interesting. That's quite interesting because nothing was happening. Like yeah. what what was really happening was like 
you know, people started podcasts, which was cool. That was something something to get into. Yeah. I started a conspiracy podcast, you know, with some yeah. mates. Now I totally don't believe any conspiracy ever because <laughs> I've been doing. I did a podcast of it, and they're allowed. They believe them all, and I was like, no, "This is bullshit." It doesn't make sense. As soon as you, as soon as you start researching any conspiracy, it falls apart instantly. Yeah. So you know, None apart from like a big ones, yeah. You know, I like QAnon that keep they keep announcing. Uh, that this is going to happen, that's going to happen, and none of them, have, none of it's worked, <laughs> none of it's come true, and yet people still believe them. You go, yeah. What are you believing? It's just like, do you like being part of the fruity little club? Yeah, I think it is. It's like again, it goes back to people trying to like make themselves feel better. You want to feel mm. like you're privy to information that other people have. Like you're more important. You know, it's yes. like buying VIP tickets to go and see a band and then get a picture with them beforehand. You know, you give the band extra two hundred quid, but you're you're VIP, but you pay for it. It's the same thing with that QAnon thing. Is that you want to be, you want to know what other people don't know. You want to feel superior. Going well, I know this. Yeah. You know. You know. Actually, well, I read this, and uh, you don't know it yet, but this is going to happen, and then it doesn't happen. Like yeah, they've had their little moment. They have their little shot yeah. of dopamine. Yeah, like you know, um, I know someone that was just like every six months for the last four years. Queen's dead. Queen's dead. <laughs> Queen's dead. <laughs> And then, like, then they get it right when she actually is dead. When everyone knows she's dead, then they go, "Told you she was dead." <laughs> I was like, "You've been saying it every six months for four years, so it doesn't it doesn't count that you got it right this one time." <laughs> I suppose if you keep saying it, yeah, at one point exactly, you're gonna it's going right. to be happen. She's ninety seven. Of course, she's going to die. <laughs> well, or she yeah. just shed her skin. Yeah, that's what it was. She's just gone back yeah. to the planet. She's gone back to wherever wherever they were supposed to come from. Yeah, the She's, reptile world. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's all <laughs> reptiles, and you're like, mind you, the way there's the other side of it. They keep finding stuff, and you go, well, maybe there is something in it. Like octopus yeah. aren't from this world. I've said that on here loads of times. But yeah, that the, one, they're insane. They're octopus with their twelve brains, whatever it is, and yeah. they're able to get out of a jar. That you know, how do you work that out? You say that though, but they haven't invented Wi-Fi, have they? <laughs> So they can't, they're, not, they're not that smart. How do you know? It could have come from there. <laughs> yeah, you know you can get Wi-Fi down there from the octopuses. That's why they've all got them, they've got all them legs. Yeah. <laughs> Eight bars. <laughs> I, I just, it's, I, I'm glad that all that exists, though. It, that, like you say, it does make things more mm. palatable. Because if, if you just watch all the shit, then you, you'd go mm. insane. Because... Yeah. Because, as you say, all the people that are supposedly in charge are just, are just make they're just making it more and more difficult so that they can make as much money as they can and keep us in our place. Without you know, they, just, they don't. Yeah. We're just numbers on a the screen. They don't give a shit, do yeah. they? Just they don't care. They don't know. care about how many people died. You know what we went through during that lockdown. What our kids went through. Like yeah. my 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 youngest was one, I think, at the first lockdown. Yeah, like when right. it lo- when we locked down, he was just just turned one. So he did a year. Where he just saw us, yeah, right. That's insane. That can't be good for no. a kid. But I think we got lucky because my next door neighbour, um, basically, there's a hole in our fence, and he, their daughter is the same age as my daughter. So they had someone all, right, the whole right, time. Right. They had someone to play with that wasn't one of us. Yeah, you know, and you know, we had. I had Simon, who was we just put him in. Simon and the boys, they're in our bi- bubble. Yeah, <laughs> illegally, but whatever. <laughs> he lives around the corner. Yeah. So you know we we kind of made a, made the best of it, but I'm sure there's some something gone wrong in all of our heads from it. Yeah, and we definitely. just don't know what it is. Well, there's been I mean there's you know I've I've fallen out with very 
close people because it just I did just because while that was going on there was some other mad shit going on mm. and it just I didn't realise how bad it was until I came out the other side and I'm like oh fuck I was properly fucked yeah. and then I've had loads of people say to me like, like close to me going yeah we could see what was happening but all we could do was kind of like we were like sort of stood like near you kind of like you alright mate how's it going you alright and I'm like yeah I'm fine and then I just see videos of things from back then I'm like oh no I was fucked I was properly <laughs> fucked yeah and it's and it has it's called it has caused damage yeah. with loved ones that it, it that really makes me sad but you know yeah. I don't know what it's, you can do there's nothing you can yeah. do really you can I mean yeah I mean I think falling out with people that you're close to is is really hard mm. because it's hard to kind of bring that back and you can and to trust again yeah exactly yeah and you know you can you can apologize and you can you can make up for it as much as you can but I think there's always going to be that that shit because when I was a kid like and I'm talking like 2020 to 32 yeah I was horrible oh really I was just not a good guy you know I just do things that were just I look back now and I cringe like I generally like I worry about them like like they're not like I've never murdered anyone I never raped anyone you know I never stole from anyone but I said and did things that were just stupid yeah and the more I grow up the you know and having kids and you know have all changed me but actually the the thing that changed me the most was when I was 29 I did DMT right and like literally like my whole past was thrown back in my face like oh, you are God. like these are the bad things you did you can't mm. do this again like my hot like it was like pure, total ego death yeah like, i was like i came out of that going okay i need to change my ways and like literally from doing that dmt that trip that one time i met my wife we had kids you know mm. and like i've you know i've been a better person since then. i still wind people up all the time and yeah. try and make try and you know be a bit of an asshole but only <laughs> only you know, only for fun. But when I was a kid, like, I just wasn't a good person. Like, I just wanted to, I just, I don't know, I just, I'm not self-destructive. I was more, like, outwardly destructive. Yeah. It's like, what can I ruin today? Yeah, what right. can I? What can I be a dick about today? Do you think that came from somewhere? Do you think that was just part of I think I just were? thought that, I think I just thought I was being punk as fuck. And right, actually, yeah. I wasn't. I was just being a bit of a dick. <laughs> There's and, a fine you know, line. There's a yeah. fine line, yeah. And it was like performance kind of thing, because, you know, this stage performance you know you build that character on stage of being like this like aggressive front man that wants to be you know like people have seen as like oh he's dangerous he's he's mad he is and you know that never kind of that that didn't t- switch off anymore yeah. it was like I was just that yeah, the whole okay. time you know and you know I think I did some things and you know I still there's I've got friends now that kind of I still don't think they they look at me in the same way anymore mm. and you're like okay that sucks but you know, I've, I've made up for it. I think I've definitely made up for it. I'm always out there trying to help people do things. I do every favor I can. You know, yeah. I'm just trying. You know, I, I think. You know, I, like I said, I I wasn't. I think I was a horrible person. Actually, in in the grand scheme of things, I was probably still quite nice. But um, I would just do things that were stupid, and then yeah. you know, I did this trip, and I actually got. Sh- I kind of got a reflection of myself right. in this trip, and I was like. You can't, you gotta stop, man. Yeah, like, you know, and I, it was literally the next day. I was just nice. I, uh, everyone around me was like, oh, "What happened? Are you high?" <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, yeah. you still I up actually, there? Yeah, and it was just, yeah, it was good, good turnaround, and you know, I feel really, and I was able to talk about things mm. rather than just go, "Oh no." Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're. I was. This is. I've talked about this loads on this podcast. I've done stuff I'm not proud of, and. Yeah. 
I've been thoughtless. I do. I've said this before. I have a selfish streak in me, a mile wide. And the thing is, with having that in you, you don't know you're doing it. You don't know you're no. doing it. You just suddenly you, you're doing it, and then it's not till later on you go, oh, fuck, "Yeah, all oh, right, I've been yeah. doing that again." So I have to be really mindful of what my intentions are. Like what, 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 what? If I'm doing something, I'm like, "Why am I doing this? Is it something? Yeah. Am I being a prick again?" Um, and it's. Yeah, and but I've having counselling and having spoken to people and doing meditation and you yeah. know trying to sort yourself out. Yeah, I am better than I used to be, but uh, but there's still you still that still yeah selfishness sometimes comes out or not selfishness, thoughtlessness. You, you're dealing with stuff, you know, and like you said, when you fall out with somebody, you can say sorry and you can mean it. Of course, you mean it because you love yeah. that person, but the trust is fucked. Yeah, and trust gone. takes so much to build, and you, you, I'm not saying you can't build it again, but it does take a lot. And there I are think people it's tainted that, as well. Yeah, it and is. It, yeah, and some people like again, like it depends on the person as well, because you know, some people take things a lot differently, and they get have their own demons, and they have their own things going on. And when something like that happens, you know, that you've done, that you know, it's it's quite minimal actually what happened, but the, I, I understood that they took it di- a, a lot harder than I would yeah, have taken yeah, if yeah. it happened to me. So for them to then like you know we still see each other and we say hello and we we we, t- we laugh and we talk about the old times and mm. you know th- there's moments where like you see that glimmer of like this is how it used to be yeah. but there's still and then like sometimes you're like oh no he still it's he still good. feels like that yeah. it's hard yeah because you said per- yeah like you say you didn't you didn't mean it you didn't mean mm. it it was just a thing that happened and I'm saying this from experience as well as like yeah. I didn't mean to not do to do whatever happened but you know and I am sorry and it's I have that sadness still. I still carry it yeah. around. I'm like, fuck, I just... It happened and it, I, there was reasons why, but I don't... Like, yeah. nothing I can do about it. Yeah. But, and yeah, like you say, it's it's dependent on them, whether mm. if it's hit them really hard, then they're going to go, do you know what, mate? Actually, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that. No. You can just... You just have to deal with the sorrow. Yeah. Kind of go, yeah. right, that was and on accept me. Accept it, yeah. Yeah, try not to do it again. Yeah, it's quite, quite hard as well because I've got... I've got severe ADHD and not like that fake ADHD that people say they've got. I've got it pretty bad. Mm. Um, So I get single-minded hyper-focus. Okay. So if I want to do something, like, then nothing else matters. Literally nothing else in this world matters. Like, I just forget. I can be lost for, like, days just in something. Yeah, I could could be in the office and then it'll be, like, nine o'clock at night and I'll have, like, 100 text messages from my wife going, where are you? Because I've been doing something and it could be as trivial as playing Gran Turismo on PlayStation. Just lost like, in it. I, just, I just get lost in it like I need to do this one mission and if I don't do it I can't stop and I don't know that I'm doing it it just repeats over and over and over oh, and over yeah so it's that I get that but then I also get complacent as well so I don't I don't shut doors and like gate and like um cupboard doors they'll be open and I won't even know I've done it like really? stuff like that so it's it's quite hard like when I do when I when something happens that I've done wrong I don't. I don't always know I've done it. That's mm. where it gets quite because the, so when someone's like real, sees that I've done something, and I don't know I've done it. That's when it. That's when the issues begin. Oh uh, right. So you can't apologise straight away because you don't know what you've done, and then when you find out, you're like, I'm mortified because oh, I have yeah. no idea I've done it. So that's kind of where that a lot of my problems used to stem from. But also not care. Then when I find out what I've done, just go, I don't care. But Ooh. now it's like I'm so sorry. I've got this. Yeah, yeah. I only yeah. found out when I was thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you find that plays into being able to forgive as well? Do you think it's kind of because you've got that extreme where yeah. you that's that's extreme? So yeah. it's the other side extreme as well. You're like, 
I, I forgive almost everyone, mm. but sometimes something happens where it's just impossible. And yeah, I think right. that's where, where it's like something that's like when someone's knowingly going out of their way to be malicious. And I don't think I've ever knowingly gone out of my way to be malicious unless it's been deserved because mm. I'm spiteful. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, yeah if someone's just like you find stuff out about people like that you you see as really good friends and you find mm. something out and you're like oh I didn't know that was part of your personality right 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 sorry we can't be friends anymore yeah <laughs> that must be hard and, that is the way yeah. I've had yeah I've had loved ones that I thought were one person mm. and then it turned out I'm like oh I oh yeah, yeah I thought this was in a different place yeah okay but then, yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, fucking hell. Being a human being is so hard. It's so hard. It's a minefield, isn't it? And then you've but, got now, and now people, you've got, like, yes, there are people that I've, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I'm not going to name any names or be horrible to anyone, but there are some people I know that I work in an angle. They've kind of, in what we, we in comedy especially, there seems to be people at the minute need to have a thing. They go, oh, that's mm. my thing. That's what, that's what, that's, I'm the comedian that talks about that. Yeah. And, but there are other people like yourself that have got, you've got extreme, you've got actual proper extreme ADHD yeah. that affects your life. Oh, totally. You know? But yeah. I think everyone's got an angle. I don't think it's exclusive to comedy or music or anything. I think everyone in their life wants to feel important or wants to feel like they've got something that yeah. makes them different. And that's really good. I think you should feel, I think, I think everyone's individual and you should have a chance to feel different and feel good. But don't, make it yeah don't make it everything mate don't make it you make it like you know just say look i've got this thing that i have yeah it's i i own it i think it's um i had a really cool quote um i don't know if it's cool or good um that says mental health is not your fault but it is your problem oh yeah and that's kind of like how i kind of deal with my adhd like it's like it's, it's not my fault that my brain's completely mental yeah but it's my it's my problem and I have to deal with it and I have to I have to work with it and I think I think a lot of people go oh I can't do that oh I'm so ADHD and then like yeah but you just fucked this whole thing up or you just did this horrible thing yeah yeah it's my ADHD it's like yeah you can't just use that as an it'd be like a get out of jail free card it seems like oh yeah it's just like oh I've got, be I've got aware. bipolar I can't mm. yeah <laughs> you can still be aware of how your behaviour is yeah. going to affect whatever you're working yeah. on or whatever, whoever you're interacting with yeah. but if you know yeah. you've got that disorder or that issue with your your brain or just like you know just your, yourself then then you are responsible for what you're what you do it's not yeah. your fault but you're still responsible yeah 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 exactly no it's exactly that it's not your fault of course it isn't and then you have mm. to incorporate it into your life and you have to yeah. work with it and that's yeah. like people I've just, I say this all the time people keep I do stuff where people go well yeah you've obviously got ADHD and I'm like yeah but I, I don't know it was probably mildly but I'm, I think maybe I'm just I'm just a bit fucked I just think yeah. far too many drugs when I was growing up um, you know yeah. in my formative years too much acid when I was 17, <laughs> 18 um, I don't know it might be who knows but it's who knows and I, but anyone that's, that's got that and has to deal with that I do it must be hard it must be hard like you say because you don't even know the other side of it is it's like we're saying yeah you have to take responsibility but the other side of it is when it really kicks in yeah. you don't even know 
No, you're doing. But you can, you can, you can kind of, uh, you know, you can at least go, yeah, sorry, that was my thing. Or you don't even have to say sorry. I don't think. And you go, so I was, I was going through this thing. This was happening in my head. Like my wife kind of gets it now because she does. She teaches um, kids, and she goes, oh, I've had to do a course on ADHD. Uh, I'm so sorry for everything I've ever moaned at you about. (laughs) Yeah, damn right. (laughs) Did you walk out leaving all the covers open? Yeah, I'm just leaving them open now. I'm knowingly doing it. Oh, the ADHD. Dog's out. Oh, I left the front door open. ADHD. Where are the kids? Oh, ADHD. (laughs) Oh, they're still at school. (laughs) Um, And anyone listening to this, I'm not knocking you. I feel feel, feel for you. I know. Being uh, someone like me who just... I I can never fucking remember what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm always in the middle of something, and then I, I'm, I end up. That's because you're fifty, mate. That's because I'm fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do anything else. I just end up walk, walking around in a circle. <laughs> with I'm like, I have got to do the washing. Oh yeah, but I better do that, and then I do that. I better yeah. do that. I better do that, and then I just round and round and round. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's three o'clock, and I'm like, I haven't yeah. done anything. That's pretty. That's that's a mild form of ADHD for sure. That's definitely. I get in those loops. Yeah, um, it's it's yeah. I guess you when you sit down, you're like going right. I'm going to do this now. And you're like, but first, I'm going to watch a guy rebuild an Audi TT that's been crash damaged over 14 hours. <laughs> I'm that. going to buy an Audi TT that's crash damaged. That's how I go. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to copy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. I always do that. I end up, I was watching, I was watching Dig, the, the documentary. About, oh, so good, isn't it? So fucking good. So good. I hadn't seen it. It was one of them. I was like, I should get to that, should get to that. And then like yeah. nearly 20 years later, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm going to watch it now. And um, But then I was watching it. I'm like, I'm going to start a band. I'm like, what are you on about? <laughs> Why, how can you not start a band now? Don't be daft. Oh yeah. Just, the, the, you know. My friend, uh, my friend Brad, he's uh, got ADHD as well, um, and we were to, we've, we're the serial hobbit hobbyists. Right. We just we had to set rules, so we set rules during lockdown because we were we were just starting new things like every month. So the new there's we've got these three guidelines for any hobby. It can't cost more than a hundred pound to start. You could you're allowed to, you can only do it ad hoc. So you can, you can only you can do it wherever you are. You can do yeah. it. And um, what was the third one? I can't remember the third one, but those were the two main yeah. ones. Like, and because we don't like, we did, we've done snowboarding, we've done skateboarding in America, we've gone like <laughs> buying buying camper vans, doing them up, like all these things. That, but how many? I've got a snowboard that I use. I, was, I do snowboard all the time now. Mm. But I had a snowboard in my loft for five years that I never touched. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to have to snowboard now. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was conscious efforts to do it. And like, you know, we started a clothing company in lockdown. Like, we bought, I've got 300 woolly hats in my loft. <laughs> I just wear them. I've got a fresh hat on every day. I'm like Drake. Yeah, you're like Elton John, just wearing one spin them. <laughs> yeah. They're scattered everywhere. I gave one to the dog the other day. <laughs> but that's the same. I, um, I, I get really excited about a new thing. And it's all I can think about. I'm like, yes, doing this, doing this. And then one day I wake up and I don't want to do it. I don't care about it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I've got boxes of like action figures and Funko Pops from <laughs> fucking all that because I got I got into my head uh, that I, I needed them. All these things from <laughs> movies, and I've got boxes of them. And now I'm like, I don't want any. Yeah, see. I don't, but now I'm like, I'm just going to give these away. I don't even want them. See, that's it. And having been to your place, you're the same. It's just toys everywhere, mate. I've got, toys, to, I've got skateboards. Yeah. It's just, I don't know if it was a thing from when I was a kid. I've said this before. 
I think maybe I'd had a breakdown and it was giving me comfort. It was all the stuff I couldn't afford when I was a kid. Yeah. And I went, right, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that bat. I'm going to have that massive Batmobile. Yeah. Because I couldn't have I think it when it, I was a kid. I don't know. I don't know if, yeah, it's definitely something like that. I don't know if it's reliving your childhood, but I just loved it. Like, if I see, like, Lego, I bought the, um, the Home Alone house, oh, Lego house. It's like 500. No, five thousand pieces. Wow. Lego house. It's amazing. It's the it's it's a it's a sheer jo- it was a sheer joy to build it on my own while the kids asked to play with it. I just <laughs> blocked them out and just built this Lego home loan house and it was amazing. But now it's just in our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I was what? like, what what are we gonna do with that then? I was like, Well, every Christmas I'm gonna I'm gonna break it apart at the end of every Christmas and every Christmas it's gonna be a tradition that I build it. I guarantee you I put that in that box and it stays in that box for the rest of time until like my kids are like 15 and they go what's that and I go that is the Home Alone house <laughs> and I'm going to build it <laughs> and you can watch me <laughs> well that could be the, you could be, that could be your legacy when you pass on they'll just flog it <laughs> yeah worth a few quid. it will be I hope so I saw I remember seeing the the Millennium Falcon and there was a big kit it was like 600 quid and I was like at one, I haven't got six hundred quid, but I was like, "Yeah, but it's what a thing to what a thing to put together, what a thing to achieve." And I had it in my hand for an hour. I kept putting it down, picking it up, picking it down, and I was like, "I yeah. can't justify it. No. I can't go home with a six hundred pound Lego kit. I'd get no. I'd get killed." <laughs> and yeah, I oh, just have these moments where I'm like, "Yeah, that's I need that. I need that in my life." But then, like you say, yeah. once you built it, then what? Anyway, it just sits on our side at the moment. It's a Christmas decoration at the moment. I kind of, I feel like, all right, because it was, I got it for really cheap because we were working for Lego, they were doing some work for Lego at the time, so they gave us some vouchers. So I'm, I'm oh, that's all right. Get away well, that, that's fair enough then. But still, it is a, it was, a, it's just sitting on the side. <laughs> but it is really impressive, and if anyone wants to see it, like, I'll, I'll follow me on Instagram and I'll, I'll put a picture of it up. Yeah, do. Because it's I want to see bloody it. brilliant. <laughs> but I think it's true. I think. It's like going back to how shit everything is. I think more importantly, people do need an outlet, and it doesn't have to cost the earth. Just anything. Try and find something else to do that isn't looking at your phone. Yeah. For a minute. Because get off Twitter. Get off Instagram. Yeah. Go and do something. And I know that sounds easier said than done, but the amount of time. Because that's the thing as well. When everyone says this, they go, "Oh, you know." Before lockdown, everyone was like, oh, if I had more time, I'd do this, that, and the other. Yeah. And then you had two years, and you did fuck all. So yeah. it's not time. It's definitely not time. I, I think I made the most of that lockdown. Uh, we were, I was talking to, our, we got a mutual friend, Simon. Yeah. And I was talking, we were talking about this the other day. We really enjoyed lockdown. Like, I don't <laughs> think it was, I don't think it was great for our health, but like mental health. But it was so nice to see my kids grow up, like be there every day, like yeah, hanging nice. out with them. And, you know, it wasn't a burden. I was still like managed to do some work. I built a studio in my back garden that is now just a shed um, because we moved. I didn't have to be there anymore. Yeah. But you know, it was quite enjoyable. And like, I know me and Simon kind of skirted the rules a bit because we he was in my in that shed drinking with me every night. But we kind of enjoyed it because it was like we got to do a little bit of work in the day. Yeah. And then we got to be at home, and there was no train travel. Like, yeah. I, if anyone who's commuted to London knows how horrible it actually become. it is commuting is the worst it's fucking horrible whenever I've had to do it I feel so sorry for everybody when you yeah. see like two hours to get to work and then two hours to get home yeah and you don't get paid no you pay <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad's the, my dad's what 63 now 
and he's still doing it. Mate. Like he still commutes every day. He could barely walk. He's on like he gets the bus. You know he tracks his. He got he's got his little Apple Watch and he has to get his phone out of his pocket to change the music. And like I was like, do you really want to commute? Commute? Yeah. And he's like, no, I hate it. I've hated every single moment of my entire life commuting. It's like, yeah. is there not no way you can do it? It's, like your it, job here. Well, this the other thing as well is that the, the thing is though, having spoken to some people that are working from home now and they're like, yeah, yeah. I. It's driving me mad, and so yeah. what? You need that balance, don't you? You need to be able to. You need to go somewhere to do it. Yeah. But there has to be an al- an al- there has to be an alternative to being stuck on public mm-hmm. transport, paying through the fucking nose to stand there. Yeah. Or sitting in your car on the M25 for oh. an hour and a half. Yeah, I used to drive to Loughton for work every day. Oh my god. And it was like soul destroying. Yeah. And I was just the, the day they announced that they were moving the office. To South End, I was like, "This is amazing. I can go home." <laughs> it, but I just don't. I, I I understand why people get angry on like driving on the M25 and stuff, and I understand why people like are angry on trains because it's just like you're just locked in this tube or in this car with nothing but people arguing with each other on their phone on your yeah. phone. That's all you've got for entertainment because people like. I mean, I try. I used to read on on my commute which is actually the one thing I don't do now is read mm. as much because I haven't got the commute but you just see people just mindlessly scrolling yeah. on their phones just absorbing like anger from the internet it's like they're downloading rage and like discontent from these out these social media platforms that are literally built to make you like to show you the stuff that gets a reaction out of you yeah exactly yeah now, I think like especially Facebook, like you can, I can, I open up Facebook now. Like I wouldn't have seen that you needed a guest for today if I hadn't opened up Facebook. No, but the only reason I open up Facebook now is to kind of check whose birthday it is that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. then I go, and then I then I then I close it and I go and text someone happy birthday. <laughs> Which I, I, that and uh, you know that, that's the only reason I open Facebook now, and or to sell something. Yeah, I don't. So, I, I this is the thing. Like what we do is all reliant on on interaction from people mm. and I do I'm starting to I've, I've had a moment today where I've gone actually I can use this for positivity I can use this for good stuff I don't if I'm not if I'm actually creating and putting stuff out I feel much better about it all but it's yeah. when I'm not and I'm just sitting there scrolling and I'm like I'm looking at oh, I'm looking at people doing get, they're showing their outfit of the day and you go that's just from H&M why are you showing me that it's just it's unimaginative. If you were walking around with a feather boa and a top hat and all, yeah. and I was like, you look brilliant. Where yeah. did you get all that from? That looks interesting. But if you <laughs> yeah. just go, oh yeah, I got this from Topshop. This was from New Look. Yeah. It doesn't, so what? It's just, yeah. yeah. It's just, I think I, I made a conscious decision to not comment on people's posts <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I think that my, what the, the people shouldn't, they're not putting it out there because they are actually putting it out there for people to comment on and like, because they need that endorphin rush. But if I haven't got enough, you know, there's that classic saying, if you haven't got something nice to say, don't say something. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. Comments on YouTube, comments on that. I'll, I'll, if I'm on YouTube, I know a comment might make my friend's video boost his thing. And he's, and you know, it's good for them to have a comment on a video, but on Instagram, I just try not to comment just because yeah. I just feel like it's not, it's not my place. I'm gonna. I, I've got nothing nice to say. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Did but, you get a little buzz out of it before, though? That's what I mean. Did you, I used to like winding people up on it, but you know, I th- it, again, like it's just it just kills time, doesn't it? Yeah. It doesn't really do anything for you, like commenting on making someone's life miserable, saying something horrible. I've never, I've never gone out of my way to say stuff horrible. No, but I'd, I'd always try and make a funny gaff 
on someone's posts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But now I try not to even do that. I just because I don't want the replies. Yeah, I know. I've I got involved. I was on a I was on Jack Skipper. Is this um, TikTok star comedian guy? Lovely fella, really lovely mm. fella, and he does videos and things like that. And I was a guest on that, and I I got involved in the comments on the video afterwards. And now I still get I still get oh. notifications coming up on the thing. I haven't got my notifications on on my phone, but it comes up on Instagram. Yeah. This person said this, this, and I'm like, oh, God, fucking yeah. learn the Never art, read the comments. Never read the comments, mate. Never read the comments. Post and drop, that's what you got to do. Just yeah. post and drop, mate, and you're done. But are you in a better place now after everything, or are you still I working think, on it? I think, I think I'm in a really good place now. I've got, you know, I work with my best mate. I do the work I enjoy doing. I yeah. sometimes make music. I sometimes sit and play Xbox, you know, and I've got my kids and I've got my wife, and we, you can't, we just plod along and we do fun stuff when we can you know I think being I think I'm just mindful of like getting into a shit place like I, mm. I if I feel myself going down like uh, I feel like shit I feel shit I feel like a shit I feel like shit I, tr- I just do whatever I can to get out of it like yeah. I'll microdose psilocybin for a month or whatever I'll just find something like I'll try something I'll experiment with something just to try and get out of any funk that I might be slipping into and I, I you know I've never really struggled with depression but since that lockdown, I've I've had I've felt anxious. I've, mm. I've had depressions build in, like just from like you know. The, um, I think this is the worst email you or message you can ever get someone. Um, have you got five minutes for a chat? Oh. <laughs> that that's that that will spiral me really because I need. I just think it's really unfair to kind of drop that onto someone because it's so ambiguous. It could mean anything. Yeah, it could mean you're going to get sacked. It could mean I hate you or you fucked this up or I found this thing that you've done and I really hate you for it. Or you know, and and it kind of spirals me out instantly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if if I, I've I've made a conscious conscious decision, that if anyone when people say that to me, I go, if you could let me know what this is about before we chat, that'd be amazing. Thank yeah. you. That's all you need to say. And if they if they can't tell you, then I'll refuse the meeting. Oh, really? Yeah. They, we had a client um, about a year ago that that always did it to us. Guys, uh, you got a, a second for a chat today? Oh, you got, and then they they'd, then they'd like then they go radio silent, and then they go um, booking the meeting in for free. It's like yeah, but you need to tell us what it's about so we can prepare. Ooh. Like we need to you know if it's like something's gone wrong with a file, at least we can explain find out why it's gone wrong. Or, yeah if we've done something in an edit that you didn't like but we didn't or we didn't address some feedback like you can you know that kind of thing I, it, it used to spiral me into like this I'd be gone like so now yeah, I try yeah. and I try and get like an answer for that so I can end that spiral quickly yeah anything like that anything ambiguous where you like I'm, I don't know what this is about it it sends me do you mean that comes from before when you were doing shitty things and you just yeah I think yeah. it does <laughs> I've been found out what have I done oh no I know yeah. what you mean uh, do you know what I've got a real aversion to the to, to the phone ringing because it used to when I lived at home and I was trying to hide from people because I was, I was up to no good it, just in relationships I was being shitty in relationships yeah and um, the phone and the landline would ring, and so that noise of the landline ringing just makes me go, <laughs> yeah. "Oh fuck!" And then it keeps re- and it's relentless, and it yeah. just and it's you know that's from years ago when I was a proper dickhead, you know. Yeah. But I've got that, and it's from when I was touring. I would um, I just wouldn't I just had no money. I was like proper poor, yeah. like where I had I we would we'd given a five pa- five pound a day PD to like to eat from oh, the wow. band account. 
but I'd also had, I still had like a car at home and I had like a flat and stuff. And, you know, my sister and me and my sister and her husband lived together in a flat. But, you know, a lot of the, I had bills, like phone bills and stuff. And like, I just didn't pay them. Yeah. And I was just in mountains of debt. So like from the age of 20, that's where most of my shittiness was, was just not paying people things. For, so from 23 to 28, I was just in debt. So any phone call was like, oh, they're going to want money off me and I haven't got any money. Yeah. That's And that, that's where my aversion to answering the phone comes from. Same. That's why I text, I text people because <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to speak on the phone in case if someone goes, oh, by the way, uh, we're at your front door. We've come to collect. Yeah, I'm the same. I was, because I'm, yeah. and I'm still, mate, there is still, there's some stuff now I haven't dealt with <laughs> and I'm like, just fucking ring them. And then the longer yeah. you leave it, the worse it gets and you're like, just ring them. And now I can't, it's been too long. Ring them, they'll set up a payment plan. It'd be really Yeah, you'll easy. be fine. They yeah. don't want your stuff. Your stuff's shit. Yeah, they can't sell it. <laughs> they can't sell it. Last one they want is your shit. What are they going to yeah. do with it? You've put stupid stickers all over it, you idiot. <laughs> they don't want it. The box is fucked. They can't sell that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you'd hope. They'd, they'd probably take that Lego, my Lego Home Alone house and they could sell that, but that's yeah. about it. But this is, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm, oh, I keep I keep doing it. Yeah. I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I actually that my hats off to my dad actually from like when I when it happened when I was at my worst with it is like he just sat there and right here's all the letters that we found hidden in your flat this is what you need to pay right we're going to mm. ring every single one of those people up now and he sat there with me and he went and get a payment plan set up right yeah and he goes or you're going to work it all out and he goes and we're going to we're going to get a credit card in his name mm. he's going to pay it off like what he can on that and I'll pay him back I'll, or I'll wow. set up a direct debit. And if he hadn't done that, I think I'd still be like, there'd still be stuff coming in and out now. Yeah. So I was I, like, hats off to him to like, kind of sort it out for me and just sort of slap me around the back of the head and going like, you fucked up. And then obviously this is before I was diagnosed, but like, this is like a massive thing for like, anyone suffering with ADHD, yeah. um, or if you don't know, and you're like struggling with just, not just having money, but like paying things. Yeah. Just, just ring them up now because it was yeah. the relief when you go and the payment plan's set up and we won't be coming to your front door. It's like, <laughs> I know. I did it the other day. Yeah. I did one. They, I, <laughs> I, answered the, I answered the phone. I can't remember what, I thought it was someone, something else. And I answered the phone and then they went, oh, hello, this is uh, Barclays. We, <laughs> yeah, we want to talk about your loan. Like, oh, shit, yeah. But, the, but they were great and the guy was, he was brilliant he went and then we, he goes well let's go through your finances and we went through and he went he goes oh he goes you're actually living on how do you get by he goes you're on my like, with, with all your bills and that you're on minus I went yeah yeah but it's because I'm self-employed so sometimes I'll have loads and then sometimes I'll have none yeah. and I kind of work it out like that I said I just I just make it work and he went yeah. alright fair enough and then he went he goes well how much can you afford I went I'll pay this and he went all right then, yeah, fine. He goes, it'll take yeah. you a long time to pay it off, but he's, you know. And then I got off the phone. I went, oh yeah, that was great. I need yeah. to do the others. So much, yeah, so much relief when you actually go. Yeah. Okay, there's a, there's a plan now, and I think it is like you know. Um, I always say, the key to happiness is having something to look forward to, mm. and like you, when like I was just going through that debt shit, 
I could see an end in sight of when I wouldn't have that anymore because I wasn't getting any more debt. Yeah. I just had these things from before. So I could see an end in sight and like I had the date like circled in the calendar and everything. Going, this day, three years time, I'm going to have, no, I'm going to owe no one anything. And it like that day was amazing. And I, you know, I, the only person I owe now is the bank for my house. Yeah, and that's and it. that's you know like I had a car like I, I stupidly got a Tesla in the lockdown uh, that is ridiculously expensive and I don't need and the bloke rang me up today because I couldn't he went he went oh I see you want to terminate your thing early I was like yeah I just don't want it anymore mm. he goes well normally you have to pay fifty percent of the total yeah right think which it, it was like six seven thousand pound i was like fuck oh, wow. when they take it off me i'm just gonna not pay it i was like i'm mean, just not gonna pay it and like and he was like but like we've not serviced your account properly we've been we've failed to reply to emails and stuff so we're gonna just waive that fee oh wow i was like oh no, mate <laughs> so yeah it was, it was a nice weight off my shoulders but oh, yeah lovely. i mean but that, that again, that's what that lockdown did, didn't it? Everyone just just spending money hand over fist, yeah. didn't they? It was yeah. Just going, oh, what can I do to make myself happy? I know, I know, and it was things like that. It was the, I was, I didn't miss a single payment for my bank loan. I was on it, and yeah. then as soon as lockdown happened, just stopped paying it, and I just fucking wish I hadn't. And now, yeah, it's sorted out. But yeah, you're right. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm getting on it. Tomorrow, yeah. I'm going to check in on you, mate. I'm going to text you. Yeah, yeah do because I'm going to no, do I'm it gonna... first thing. I'm going to comment on an Instagram. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're giving out you advice. Debts, yeah? yeah, yeah. You're giving out advice, and you haven't fucking sorted yourself out. Pay Take your care. bills. Pay your bills, knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but this has been great, Ben. I'm glad yeah. we could do this. I've been meeting yeah, you on for ages, mate. Um, so, where can we find you on all the socials and things like that? I've got the I've got Twitter now. Uh, oh, I didn't have Twitter before, but now I think I've got Twitter. It's a nice it's a nice place now. It's a lot friendlier than it was before. Mm, so that's. Like I am Ben Mills um, on Twitter, and then on Instagram it's B three N Mills. Right, put the three yes. instead of an E, mate. It's so, the future hacker man there. <laughs> and then I've got a link tree, which is link tree slash I am Ben Mills, and that's like got all my work stuff on there. Um, Hellfire Creative and all that. Hellfire Creative and all that stuff. Nice, mate. Lovely. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, really cool. Glad we did this. Yeah, and do you know what? You've actually, I've actually, I feel better having spoken to you. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So there you go. I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have no, another I chat. Lovely. <laughs> I feel lovely. I'm going to go for a beer now, I think. Yeah, do it, mate. Yeah, so are we. Nice Sweet. one, Ben. Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.